0: back to Calling Saul Agents led by Son of Call Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True detective bombed at second crack. The walking dead. Arrow and the flesh. Dun 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 dun. Little pig, little pig. Let me in. Yeah, there we go. A little bit of <laughs> knee for you. Brendan and Mitch here to talk The Walking Dead. Forgetting the geeks, get into TV. We are talking The Walking Dead episode 4 of season 7, Service. Brendan, welcome along. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. Yeah, well, Scotty won't be here. It'll just be us two. Because Scotty, uh, even this far on, hasn't seen the episode. I don't know what's going on. There's some obviously. Come on, man. There's some issues there with uh, priorities, basically. <laughs> there's priorities, and Walking Dead's not among obviously. them. He needs to sort his shit out. Uh, otherwise, he's not allowed back on the show. So, uh, and without well, he doesn't him, listen
1: to the podcasts. Obviously, so we can talk shit about him now. We should have just said we banned
0: him. Yeah, exactly. We can say anything <laughs> we want. You have no idea. Doesn't even know where to find him. Um, Hopefully, he yeah, knows what's going on
1: iPhone it's on your uh, it's on your iPod
0: uh, podcast or <laughs> well, even you app. and I everyone's had an episode on the weekend with one of our good friends and uh, he said oh, I'd listen but I don't know how and we said oh just you know open up your phone and get the podcast app because oh, I don't have that like, yeah it's kind of like the U2 <laughs> yeah. album everyone's got it you just might not use it <laughs> He so, may or may not want to. Yeah. It. <laughs> and now he's subscribed, so he'll be getting updates every day going, Get in a Geek, I've done this. Get in a Geek, I've done this. So uh, thanks a lot, Robbo, uh, one of our loyal listeners, even if he didn't choose to do so. But, all right, straight into the episode, um, a Negan episode. You know, last week was a bit uh, of a Daryl episode. But Week before, it was a bit of a uh, Carol episode. And week before was sort of Negan, but really a Rick thing. This, I just felt, yep. was just all Negan. I don't think anyone else really said anything the entire episode. No, it was fantastic. No, and I didn't mind
1: either. Ever since the, the season opener, um, because of what Negan did, every scene that he's in had, just has some gripping tension, and you're like, oh my God, what is he going to do? And you, you don't know. That's why it's, you're on edge. I think this was a 90-minute episode, and it didn't feel like that to me.
0: No, I I had seen ahead of time that it was going to be this extended episode and I, I didn't really think about it until, I guess it, it felt normal that it was supposed to end, but it, every time it went to that ad break, I'm like, please, not, no, don't end now, don't end now. And then I realised yeah. I'd done that like five or six times and then, oh, that's right, episode <laughs> four is usually their extended episode. I remember last year I was really excited about episode four being their extended episode and it was the uh, Morgan not backstory, but sort of the mid-story: what happened, but after uh, he yeah. encountered Rick, but before he joined the group, and basically, you know, the origin of his stick was the was the entire yeah, was episode, cool. and it was cool, yeah. But I did, I think because I was looking so forward to this extended episode, I wanted so much more from it than just Morgan, you know, learning how to kill but not be a killer or whatever. And like yeah. it, it was good for him as a character, but I think I was so much more satisfied this time around with Negan and. You know, it's the same stuff. What we wanted. Yeah, it it really. Well, I mean, definitely for me, and I know you. We're both really loving Jeffrey Dean Morgan as uh, as Negan. And I'm reading a lot of stuff online, and people are getting sick of him, even after only four episodes of just getting the same sort of stuff every time he shows up. I'm. I don't know. I'm not feeling that. At all, I think just because he chews the scenery so much that I'm just really looking forward to the next time he's on and what's he going to say and even that bit we've just played off the show, him reciting you know three little pigs. You know uh, yeah. why he's he's a horrific bad guy, but he's he's reading which a is nursery directly rhyme. Out of the
1: graphic novel as well, by the way. That line is it really? Which is yeah, which is cool because um I, I don't know I love it every time they grab something out of the graphic novel. Just I'm like yes, they're following it. So, I was going to say, you ran that risk like extent.
0: five or ten years ago when you got like a graphic novel or a comic book or, you know, hell, even a TV show into a movie or vice versa, that they, you know, have a, a trailer or something come out online and they show you the comparative shots. And I'm like, okay, great. You've successfully adapted it, you know, shot for shot or whatever, but I don't, I don't want that to be what. The end product's going to be. I don't just want you mimicking it. You know, I don't want an impersonation. Yeah. I want a proper adaptation. But you're right. From a graphic novel, if they're able to do it, but also, you know, like Sin City. Essentially, I, I've never read the Sin City graphic novel, but a lot of people will tell you that, or even Watchmen, that they are really great adaptations, and a lot of the shots are taken directly from the graphic novel. But as someone who's never Somewhat, read it.
1: Something that Zack Snyder actually did well. That's weird. <laughs>
0: that's a get into movies thing. You might have to go back a bit. And that's why we don't allow Matt Gibson on this show. Because you know, if we even get close to mentioning someone that sounds like Zack or Snyder, he loses his shit. Yeah. So um, when he calms down, he can join the show again. That's fine. But, um, what no, I actually j-
1: liked um, in this, when Negan rocked up, and I don't, you probably would have noticed this too, Mitch, being a fellow filmmaker, is that they did this weird snap zoom out. From Negan? Yes. Did you yes. pick that up? Yeah, and like I, uh, post-credits, a, post-opening credits that. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. and they—it was a kind of a mid-to-close-up um, of of Negan, and then they snap back to a really extra-wide shot, which I don't think I've seen in this. So I don't know if it's—you know—they're trying to—they're trying to do something new when when Negan's on the scene. But I liked it regardless.
0: Yeah, it was—it was something that really stood out to me, and I, at the same time, I didn't. I didn't not like it. It wasn't like I thought that didn't really belong. I just, I, you sit there and you're like, why? And like, and you're right. It, we mm. haven't seen it in six seasons so far. They didn't do it again in the episode, but it's, you know, only now that Negan's around are they and they starting to do that, you know, showing a little bit more about what each of our characters are seeing now that shit's really starting to get messed up for them and whatnot. And I mean, not so much this time with Rick, yeah. we just sort of saw him with that, you know, derp look on his face the whole time. And, I'm never convinced, one way or the other, whether Rick is putting that face on or not. I don't know whether he's trying to play like he's about to, you know, keel over and just and, and die from sheer exhaustion and fear, or he's, you know, doing that to fool, you know, Negan into uh, into into thinking that he's got this complete control over him. Because when he first did show up in this episode, you know, Negan um, could see that Rick. Had maybe lost a little bit of that fear that we saw him establish at the end of episode one, and he had to remind him, you know, you've got to let me in. It doesn't matter if I'm early, and it doesn't matter who I threaten. You do what I you do what I say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the bit that he that was so awesome was when he's just gone, hold this for me. <laughs> Talking about Lucille, he's yeah. just thrown in the baseball bat, and and Rick's just staring at this blood soaked bat, like oh, this is, f-ed. <laughs> you know? and then I think he mentions to Michonne. He's made me hold it. And it's like, oh man, he knows, but he doesn't care.
0: And see, for the majority just, of the episode, uh, I honestly thought about that only as he's giving uh, Rick the power, you know, metaphorically, of the situation by giving him his chief weapon, but still maintaining control of everything because he knows that he can. Yeah. He doesn't need a weapon to sort of dominate these guys. And only, I reckon, as stupid as it sounds, 40 minutes into the 60 minute episode, I went, oh shit. No, he's also giving in the weapon that destroyed two of his friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yeah. for whatever reason, I wasn't even thinking about it logically. It was Maybe just metaphorically yeah. what it meant.
1: You, I think you must have looked away because they had the real like a close sh- shot of Rick just staring at the bat, like an yeah. inch away from his face, as he's grabbed it. Yep. And Negan's like walking off, going, "Wow, this place is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <"Fuck." laughs> so hardcore. Yeah. I wanted to also mention before. Before Negan rocked up, I think they showed when Michonne was leaving, and you probably picked this up too. Was there had American Morse code?
0: A yes. Sign on the wall. There's been a lot of chatter but, about that online. See, I, I don't think I would have thought yeah. about that too much. But you're right; it did well, stand did out very much in the background. They made a big
1: deal about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, which was weird, because the fan theory is obviously is that Daryl and and Rick were, t- <laughs> morse coding through blinking, which I think is a bit far-fetched
0: myself but yeah especially in that situation where like again you know by the time they come to that rick had just seen his son get his life threatened by negan and co because he was then holding a gun on those guys so i don't think rick is i don't know if he would immediately yeah switch back to oh i'm gonna maybe pick up on something that my tortured friend here might do you know there's a lot of maybes and ifs and buts about it so yeah you're right it's a bit far-fetched but i will still kind of dig it yeah
1: yeah Either like they've never talked about Morse code or knowing Morse code or from what I can recall anyway, especially not by blinking. yeah, <laughs> or the fact that they might have practiced that previously would have been good. but yeah, it's one I thing to hear a fan theory say that one that um, the message that he said was six miles away from hilltop or six miles out from hilltop, basically All right. saying that's where the savior's stronghold is. Okay, so I don't know. It's, and all, it's all up in the air.
0: Speaking of Hilltop, actually, we can come back to all this, but speaking of Hilltop, I know that in the in the comics, you know, post-Glenn's death, Maggie goes to Hilltop and whatnot. Now, in this episode, Negan actually seeks out Maggie. He's like, oh, where's that, where's that chick? I'm guessing that the way that she cried, you know, that was her husband. No, he's like number two. He referred to him as number two, yeah, killing on true. the night, you know. what? A, just, <laughs> just an absolute asshole. Oh. And he's like, you know what? I want to meet her. You don't think I'd have a chance her after smashing her husband's skull in, but you'd be surprised. Like, such (laughs) cockiness about him, and I still love him. Oh, my God, I love him. I don't don't know what it is. (laughs) Just that cheeky, dimpled grin, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, God damn it, I love you. And I shouldn't. I should absolutely despise you like I despise the governor and everyone else since that's a bad guy in this show. But I don't know. It just works because then when he turns... I think because
1: he's so... Extremely good-looking, for, oh, star, for God. starters.
0: But... A <laughs> little bit of, of salt-and-pepper action going and on.
1: His performance is quite gripping as well. And, um, you know, maybe it's because we've seen him in other things before, but I don't know. I dig him.
0: Yeah, and I think there's probably an element, for me at least, that he's like an inch away from being misplaced in the show, that sort of performance. But I think, too, this guy's obviously been doing it, when I say this guy, Negan, been doing it long enough that he's just he's gotten almost too used to the sort of control that he has over these people and you know, whatever his backstory is going to be in the show, whatever it might've been in the comics or whatnot, but whatever they're going to establish in the show, whether it's the same or not, um, it's almost like he's completely forgotten about it. And he's just every day, he's just doing what he did yesterday and it's just the way things happen. And I know we've spoken about the last couple of weeks a fair bit, uh, at least for me. And I don't know whether the problem you guys, you and uh, Scotty really shared was I was slowly getting more and more convinced why his people weren't trying to kill him. Now, I'm sitting there watching this episode four with my wife, and I don't know at what point in the episode, but she was just like, why don't they kill him? He's right there, why don't <laughs> they kill him? And I'm thinking, well, I mean, the obvious answer is that he's got 30 or 40 of his, of his best there ready to slaughter everyone in that uh, in that village, in, the, in, in Alexandria, yep. but it's not like killing him is going to stop the group even post that. Like... So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who would naturally rise up and take his place. I don't even think they would know that until after it would happen. But it's just—it's not a risk worth taking at this point. Um, having said that, I kind of feel like the way that Rick was talking Michonne around in the final minutes of the of the episode, it, I I still was like, dude, don't give in so quickly. It's just you and her. But at the same time, maybe he is thinking about it so logically, he in his own mind knows. I'm not giving up this fight. I'm going to wait for my moment. But I can't let anyone else know that because if I give Michonne or I give uh, Carl or anyone else an even gleaming hope that we're going to take a fight to these guys one day, they might take a step too far too soon. Like yeah. Carl. Like Carl nearly yeah. got his f***ing arm oh, chopped off three weeks ago. If we didn't
1: ago. hate Carl already oh, as much as we do, well, this episode just cemented that because he's yeah. pulled a gun on the on the saviours and you're like come on man you nearly lost your arm like
0: Mm. as if you don't get it
1: such an idiot not only did
0: you nearly get your arm cut off you nearly had your father cut your arm off that's how bad (laughs) the threat was and how mind (laughs) This whole situation is, and yeah, you're right, yeah. he still doesn't get it. And you know what else pissed me off? He's clearly washed his hair since the last time we saw him. It now looks even more annoying than it ever has before. <laughs> if it's going to be long and annoying, at least make it greasy, because then it's kind of, it makes sense why it's so disgusting. Now yeah. it's just this, like, clean, gleaming, shiny them, wig. Yeah, he's probably sitting there with bloody Enid in, in the bloody middle of the tree <laughs> outside, straightening his goddamn yeah. hair.
1: <laughs> That's why <my choice. laughs> That's why they were doing <laughs> Last time. And you know what It's time to lose
0: to The bandage Get an eye patch Like a real man It's Mate, not bleeding still Come on
1: Yeah well before all that I wanted to talk about At yeah, the start Where Michonne's Getting the rifle mm. And then she um, it, She's got a katana blade still And I'm going I swear she She had that When they got Rounded up by the saviours Yeah yeah. at which point everyone got their weapons taken off and i can't help but thinking one of the savior's going i want that Yeah, i want that real bad
0: yeah like if someone's going to take but maybe
1: negan's leaving them with their with no weapons except well taking all the guns basically mm. and leaving them like rick got to keep his axe or whatever
0: yeah yeah i th- i'm definitely going to have to go back it, and though. and rewatch the end of episode 1 cuz that was the first thing i said i i paused it i turned to my wife and i'm like Hang on, I actually thought it might have been a bit of a flashback for some reason. I don't, know, I don't know why, I don't know where I thought it might have been set, but like they were in bed together, they got up, or she got up, went and got her sword, and I'm thinking, I, I specifically remember someone coming and taking that off you, and, and Sarah says to me, oh no, well they probably gave it all back. And obviously this episode was the first time they have seen Negan again since the events of episode one, but unless they left them all in a pile, you know, at the end of episode one and they put them on the bus or the truck or whatever they uh, took to to leave where old boys got slaughtered and come back to Alexandria. But you're right, like it seems like such an obvious choice for one of the saviors to take and to keep it. I mean... Absolutely. um, I mean, uh, I would old mate Dwight he's still got the crossbow I mean he wants to be Daryl like he's just got some yeah. weird obsession with Daryl you know he wants his bike went, my
1: god that guy's cool yeah. I just wanted to be him like a 2 Face Harvey Dent wanting to be Batman or something <laughs> that's basically what I think of as.
0: but yeah I mean that was the other side of it too the whole the, the torturous nature of of, uh, of them coming to uh, Alexandria was bringing Daryl along, you know, like I know we, we yeah. said about the Morse code, but just the fact that he was there. And as an audience member, when, you know, Negan comes up, knocks on the gate, he opens it up and dickhead Spencer, like just get, get rid of him already, oh, please go fuck. back to goddamn One Tree Hill, my friend. Thank you. Uh, your time's done. Sitting there going, I'm sorry, who are you? And I'm like, I- I'm, are, are you serious? are yeah, you I'm serious
1: kidding. you've got to be kidding
0: you weren't there that day mate you don't get to make the smart ass <laughs> comments okay the two people in the car behind you actually watch people die you know like yeah no you don't do that and then Negan's sort of standing there by himself and you're like what is he doing and sure enough to the side he's got 20 or 30 or 40 or whatever I said before of his best and they pan along and you see Daryl there and he's just broken as we saw him yeah. at the end of last episode but um yeah I just I'm like, man you, you at the moment he really couldn't be doing anything more to completely screw with him, except maybe do whatever he was going to do with Maggie until old mate priest, who at this stage has been pretty clean cut as annoying as he might have been, and then he's clearly dummied up a grave and said Maggie's dead. oh uh, yeah, it didn't make sense for
1: me why the priest would see the saviors come and then quickly dig a grave, yeah and then bury it and then again, nor at that point I'm thinking. Is she dead? I'm like, well, obviously, probably not because we knew that she was heading to Alexandria. But then I was wondering, if I was Negan, I'd be like, all right, dig it up. I was totally expecting him to say that.
0: Yeah, because I know he's not violent towards women unless, I guess, they attack him. Like That's slowly being established, but I don't see it beyond his capabilities of asking to see a dead body of a woman I don't think he would I think he would draw the line beyond that you're right like just to again the torturous nature of his visit to say look nothing really beyond hurting women is off limits to me Uh, and to show me the body but it's scaring the shit out of me too because hilltop is under his protection and i imagine if they are even subtly following the uh the structure of the storyline of the comics is that she will be at hilltop receiving medical treatment like they were out to seek anyway at the end of last season and you know post episode one of this season so he goes up there and visits them or sends out minions that know what she looks like i mean she's a She's essentially hiding now for good. Um, I, I don't see how when they're giving up every gun they have because they can't afford to keep a secret and you know they're not going to be planning anything because they can't afford to have people you know establishing some kind of coup. I don't see how keeping a human being being alive a secret being a good thing. I know they yeah. want to protect a woman and protect an unborn child, especially if someone that is now gone, a great friend of their group, but I'm like, oh man, it almost might have been worth... Her, you well, know, chancing herself having an argument. Yeah, exactly. Someone's going to die. Surely someone is going to die. Um, I don't know who. I don't know who should deserve to. We can probably pick <laughs> yeah. pick our three our least favorite people on the show and just say, yeah, sure, it was their fault.
1: Oh, did you did you see the other thing that I noticed when he picked up that can of soda and took a, three sips for it and threw it? Yep. Did you Did you notice what that was? No. It was actually the um, orange crush. Um, that Denise managed to get for her friend.
0: Oh, right. remember that
1: last season? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she yeah. saved it and was going to save it, and then she, obviously she got killed, and it was in her backpack. Yep. Which is even more of a bastard thing. He was a bastard, Negan, without even knowing it, took three sips, and then that was the end of that. <laughs> she did something so nice for a friend <laughs> while she got killed. Yep. And there was actually another fan theory, which might seem stupid, but it's called... The drink was called Orange Crush, so, and Denise died the exact same way that Abraham did in the graphic novel with the arrow through the back of the head, through the eye. Yeah, okay. So the fan theory was that now Orange Crush means that Abraham is going to be Orange Crush, which inevitably... Ended up happening, <laughs> which is kind of sick. But at the same it's so demented that's i just
0: thinking on <laughs> people sitting at home going, "Oh yeah, Orange Crush. Let's play some." You know what? At the end of this episode, we're playing some REM. Bugger it! What's going to happen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's, that's so, so disgusting. That was the other thing was Enid was arguing with one of the saviors about the red, uh, the green balloons. And I was yeah. going, "What is that?" I was trying to remember what it was and and what like why you care about balloons like how old are you and then i realized that it was um her and when her and Glen were outside the wall last season remember they had the green balloons and they let them go to know
0: uh, oh yes that, yes
1: yes that that glen was alive or something like that from yeah. what i recall so obviously she's thinking of glenn and remembering glen by those green balloons yeah so I thought that was interesting. That's very cool. A lot of throwbacks touch. like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. the orange crush and then the green, like yeah, stuff that you, they're not throwing it in your face, especially the orange crush. Like again, you knew he was drinking a can of soda, but you don't know what he's yeah. drinking. So that's very cool. That's really detailed. I love that sort of shit.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, there's a few Easter eggs like that. The other one, which was another Easter egg that I read about was, you know how at the end when Negan and that were leaving and then that... The, f- the the director obviously made a point to run over the heads of the of the walkers <laughs> that he killed.
0: He goddamn right he did. Jesus.
1: You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh and then or oh, what some of the fans were saying that it was some it was um trying to psychologically make it look like so Negan left every time with two dead bodies with their heads smashed in.
0: Right. Okay. Oh Jesus. Like, That's
1: mirror, mirroring
0: episode one <laughs> if that's going to become his thing i mean this is going to be a very messy yeah. season too um well we are i mean we're halfway through the first half of the season and i was reading an article saying the producer saying the second half is going to be a much different tone but i guess that just tells us that what we've seen so far is only going to happen for the next four episodes as well and it's just so torturous like i'm glad we're watching it week to week because i don't know that i'd be able to watch all four of these episodes back to back. Like, it would just be too droning. You know, it's a bit like watching, the th- yeah. I think, the final two episodes of last season as well. It was just, there's just so much shit going on and there's only so much you can take. As much as I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I don't know that I could take four straight hours of me. Yeah, just... I think
1: this this episode was the first one that I thought, oh, okay, I don't feel like I need more. Maybe, obviously, because it was a 90-minute episode, but yep. I felt satisfied as was the first time.
0: yeah. And I think too they said that there will be more extended episodes this season. I don't know if it's going to be uh, in this in the first half um, before we uh, break for for Christmas and whatnot, but there will be more extended episodes, which is good because I, I feel like it's it's a bit like Game of Thrones in in the sense it's a it feels like it should be more than just another forty two minute you know show it needs to be you know that 55 yeah. 60 minute sort of episode you know and then the same with game of thrones it's an hour every time but when they want to extend they push it out to 70 75 80 minutes you know and it's like if it deserves it they don't just do it every single time which is good so i feel like this episode it did need it like not a lot happened in a way but at the same time i felt like it was justified that that uh that full you know um a full hour's worth uh, of a duration it was very good
1: just before that too the the other line from the graphic novel, which we spoke about before, was Negan, the last thing he said, he said, how about a thank you? And so Rick thanks him. And in case you haven't caught on, I just slid my dick down your throat and you thank me for it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God.
0: Because <laughs> what my I love God, about him, that's... he seems like a bad guy that should be swearing all the time because um, he's just got yeah. that stature and the power, but he doesn't, you know, he, he I don't know. Like he almost uses the the child version of, of certain words in any given situation, but then when he turns to him like that and says, "Yeah, I just shove my dick down your throat," and it's like, "Whoa!" I mean, now now you're intimidating. It's like, hang on, you've just beaten people's heads in. You've threatened to kill a kid, you know. Like, but all of a sudden you throw yeah. that in. You know, it, it's good. You don't overdo it, and then when you do sprinkle that little bit of stuff in, it just means so much more. So, uh, I know a, a lot of certain fans out there are not getting what they want from him i think me again only purely watching it as a tv fan of the show i'm getting what i think i want from negan at this stage you know and and i because i don't want him to be you know thrown in and used up in the first sort of six or eight episodes of this season and it's like oh there we go we've done negan you know like i want him to be around and prove his worth by sticking around the show for a long time as long as they again come eight ten 15 episodes down the track, it doesn't feel like they've stretched it out. But I think at this stage, the way they've yeah. done it, they're not doing that. You know, he's barely been in three of the four episodes so far. You know, it feels like he's there because his presence is being felt, and I guess that's what is working so well with the actual characters on the show. I just I think they're doing it very, very well at, at, at this stage.
1: The other thing was that I don't know why the the director made it seem like a whole big deal, but Rick's said to Michonne that he's realised that. Well, he knows that Judith isn't his.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: well, yeah, everyone knew that. Or maybe, <laughs> obviously not.
0: <laughs> obviously. It's like when you, when you have a mate that breaks up with their girlfriend and goes, oh, man, I, I just grew you know, she was just a bitch. It's like, oh, thank God, we all knew she a hoe. Oh, we don't like her. We didn't want to tell you ever. You know, like, he said that, and I'm like, yeah. oh, dude, I, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about that in about four seasons, but... There was yeah, mathematically, man. There was a good chance that that was the case, and I'm yeah. sorry. Cool little throwback, because right now we're watching Shane kick ass as the Punisher on Daredevil. So, by all means, yeah, keep talking it. about John Bernthal. I would have loved to have seen a John Bernthal meets Negan type episode, like just a little fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Just, just give me five minutes of that scene, you know.
1: With that scene, with him mentioning that, I'm wondering if he's wishing that Shane was there still because he'd know how to handle it a little bit more. But yeah. He was just too wild anyway. So I think he knew that, but maybe he was thinking internally, man, I could have used Shane right now.
0: Yeah, it's the type of crazy we need. And... Yeah. Because usually that crazy, thing... while not as bad, it's always been Daryl. Like, he's always been the person to want to go at least a little bit further than Rick or at least seems like... like He's not the leader, so he doesn't have that responsibility in a way to not act a certain way. But in saying that, yeah. like Daryl still has cleaned up his act so much in the last couple of years. So... You know, maybe yeah. yeah. At this point, Daryl's lost that edge in a way that maybe Shane definitely would have brought. Yeah.
1: The other thing I don't know when Michonne went out again and shot that deer. Uh, oh no, that was that was the first bit. No, when she went out to try and keep shooting things again, and then she came across something steaming. I had for the life of me did not know what that was. Did you pick that up?
0: I took that as being the mattresses. Um, that, so yeah. basically, they've. Just, I had to look it up because yeah. I'm going. What the is that? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what that's what it, that's what it was, yeah. So they stole everything yeah. they didn't need it because I thought oh that's interesting I guess They've only got you know what they've stolen from everybody else, but they might not have you know a lot of mattresses. They might not have certain furniture and luxuries because Alexandria really is a nice place. And even what we've seen yeah. of the Saviour's joint so far, it's nowhere near as nice as Alexandria. So it would make sense that they'd come in and essentially loot the joint. But then again, just to push the whole torturous nature <laughs> of this episode, they take everything and then burn the shit because they don't need it. Yeah, you know. And they said, look, That's we're going to leave day. you the food because the only reason we need you eating is so that you can serve us. We We don't need you starving. So as soon as they start losing that value, they're going to start taking their food as well. And like we've seen in the last episode, they don't need it. They're growing their own food. They don't need anything. They're just doing this because they can. It's just, it's a mind. I mean, he's just just gotten to a, a level of power that he doesn't even know what to do with anymore except to keep inflicting it on people for no reason whatsoever.
1: Oh, that's the only thing I was going to say about the mattresses. The only other thing I could picture about the mattresses is if um, they've just decided that they don't want them well-rested either in case they would have an uprising. They wouldn't want them to be too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And well-rested. Because I almost wanted Michonne... that I could work the opposite.
0: Yeah, well, I almost wanted Michonne to sort of come upstairs and, you know, Rick's putting out, you know, a couple of pillows and a sleeping bag and she goes, oh, no, 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 this shit ain't going to work now. Like, we don't just go back to having our little love affair, you know, No, we're sleeping on the ground. Shit's changed now, mate. You don't have the (laughs) king-size bed in the master bedroom of the biggest house in Alexandria. No, 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 You got to earn this, you know, so you're right, yeah, don't have them well-rested, always have them uncomfortable and, um, yeah, oh, God, they're
1: assholes. What was this one called? Service? Service, Yeah. And then he goes, when, at the start when Negan rocks up and he goes, oh, I'll get this one for you. And he goes, and he smashes the walker and he goes, that's the kind of service we provide. And mm. I'm like, oh God, so horrible. Is it? Thanks. I think we could have handled that with our fence.
0: We haven't got this far by not killing any walkers. Thanks so much. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, that is episode four, service of uh, season seven. We will be back uh, next week. Uh, I don't know whether Scotty's going to be around. We keep talking about bringing Bree back into the situation. We might do that depending on how Scotty's form is uh, for episode five, Go get it. So uh, look forward to that uh, Monday on uh, FX Channel 119 on Foxtel uh 130 daylight savings time east coast and twelve thirty Queensland time. Get into uh, TV. You can catch all our stuff on the getIntoGeek.com website, all our podcasts on SoundCloud and iTunes. Hit us up on socials, Get Into Geek on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can drop us a line if you want, get into geek at gmail.com, myself at Mitch underscore Lewis, Twitter and Instagram. Brendan
1: at the Brendan Gibson on Instagram
0: beautiful stuff and of course you can uh, check out all of our other gear on those uh, said websites and socials and our podcast channels uh, for all of our movie and TV reviews news and also head to get dot com for uh, our links to the get into gate podcast which Brendan and I have uh, started up with Reese and Maddie where we are talking all things Stargate SG one right. if that Hell. is indeed your cup of tea as well and we promised it brendan so we are going to close off today's review with a song going out to our ginger friend abraham
1: dot com